and welcome to the second episode of the Estate Agency Boss with Luke Sinclair. Hi, Luke. Hi, Stephen. And we've got a new co-presenter today, Mr. Andrew Overman from Chilterns in Thetford. Welcome, Andrew. Have, Hi, we, made him a, have we made him a permanent fixture now, then? Allegedly, allegedly. Oh, okay. Andrew, yes, you are one of the top 1% estate agents in the country, so welcome. Thank you. Lovely to have you on board. Um, tell us a bit about yourself, please. Uh, that's thrown me on the spot right into my first episode. Thanks for that, Stephen. I uh, can always rely on you. My pleasure. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, my name's Andrew Overman. Um, feel free, uh, search me on LinkedIn uh, and Twitter. Um, I manage um, an estate agency branch working in the coalface in uh, sunny Thetford in Norfolk. We've just been announced as fifth best agent in the Best Estate Agent Guide 2019. Um, Phenomenal. Congratulations. Well done. I like that. I like that. And um, I've been an agent now for 25 years, so seen a lot of change. I'm looking forward to working with you guys on the podcast, um, speaking to, to guests and, and hopefully uh, adding value to our listeners and um, uh, obviously helping them on their journey. So, uh, no, really appreciate the opportunity, guys. Yeah, no, it's going to be really, really good, really good. Um, as you know, Andy, I, I hold you in high regard with what you do uh, in Fetford, and you've helped many people in the past uh, raise the standards in their areas. So uh, you've got a very uh, good fan base out there. So welcome. Thank you. So over to you, Stephen. So, Luke, we've got a guest today, um, and I would love you to introduce him, please. Yeah, so um, today is all about mortgages and how um, mortgages can help an estate agency, um, not just from an income uh, perspective, but from a customer satisfaction, um, time scale, time improving your time to agree sales, time to exchange contracts. So we've got Gareth Love um, from uh, from Leicester as well, uh, who I know Gareth personally as well, but exceptional mortgage uh, consultant, but he heads up a team of uh, mortgage uh, consultants as well. But rather than me uh, talk about him, um, here we are, Gareth. Give uh, Let us um, have a little bit about your background. Morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Gareth Love from Mortgage Advice Bureau in Rugby. Um, we, like Luke said, we have a team of uh, 20 mortgage consultants who look after the, the Midlands areas. So we look after... Uh, independent estate agents and, uh, and small small chains across the Midlands. Um, Mortgage Advice Bureau is one of the UK's largest brokers. Um, we have our head office in Rugby, but they are a national broker. Um, and we focus on all areas of the mortgage market. So everything from first-time buyers, remortgages, buy-to-lets, commercial finance, whatever it might be. Okay, fantastic. Welcome, and thank you for joining us this morning. So a few questions for you um, to help our audience. Um, so first one, um, what can a mortgage advisor do to help um, an estate agency branch, please? A um, few things here. So first of all, we're looking really to motivate and educate buyers. So any mortgage broker who has access to a range of mortgages across the market has got that knowledge to, to really help people in, in whatever circumstances they might find themselves in. So it'd be a great thing if everybody was you know, ready to proceed, clean credit files, all the right documents in place. But unfortunately, that knowledge, that information isn't out there for, for, for consumers. Um, mortgage brokers' roles are really to educate the buyer about what they need to do to get themselves mortgage ready. Okay. Um, 
we can really help estate agents. There's one like lose it earlier with the financial side. Um, so a lot of mortgage brokers will make a, a referral payment to, to estate agencies. But the, one of the, the big, big wins is helping estate agents focus on those buyers that are proceedable and that, that, that are motivated to buy. So really cutting down the time spent on buyers perhaps that, that aren't able to secure finance. Um, Really helping that business, helping the sales negotiators focus on the people that are, are fundamentally going to be proceeding to buy houses. Okay, can I just uh, can I just ask um, Andrew and Luke a question? So, what are you doing in your businesses to help and educate, I suppose, buyers, first time buyers, landlords um, about the benefits of, of a broker? Don't know whoever wants to go first. Okay, Luke. so. So, um, so yeah, we've been working uh, with a broker for best part of four years now. So, um, we, I, I just, I just see it as that we're trying to help someone get the best possible rate. Um, so it could be that they have been to see a, an advisor already, but that advisor could be on a restricted panel. It may even be just their bank. Um, but if you can work with an advisor that's got access to a larger pool of lenders and mortgage products, then if you could help save them some money, um, is that not a good thing? Um, but also it could also help them maybe borrow that little bit more money, um, not to stretch themselves, but to, to get the property that they, that they really want. Because we know that mortgage advisors do still have to abide by um, strict code to make sure that it is affordable, otherwise the lenders won't lend. But it is all about helping people. Um, and if we can save them some money uh, into the process, then, then I see that as a great okay. thing. And Dave? Yeah, just to, to piggyback on that, Luke, um, the the educational side, I think, is, is critical. So um, I think too many agents will forget the client should be at the forefront of, of everything mm. that they do um, uh, and the client's interests are paramount. So um, I often find that buyers are green to what the systems and processes um, are that they need to have in place. I think it's, it's absolutely critical that you educate your buyers as to why they need to get the decision in principle, why they need to start speaking to a mortgage broker early. Um, as Gareth said there, you know, you, you can come up against uh, blotches on credit files. Sometimes they can be completely innocent and need rectifying. But yep. you know, our job as an agent is to put the buyer in, in the best possible position to proceed. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. I mean, we uh, just to... Again, just to touch on that one, um, I remember one of our tenants um, and they had a um, not, not the best of credit history, um, but they came in to see the advisor um, and the advisor wasn't able to help them at the time. But through a period of um, 12, 18 months, they were able to guide them and, and give them some advice as to, look, you, you need to kind of get yourself financially fit um so they they kind of said this is what lenders are looking at now oh i didn't realize so that time i pay my credit card late or uh if i haven't paid this bill that that's going against me yes it is because sometimes people are unaware of that so an advisor can, even though they can't help at that time they can give them pointers to to help them in the future to to make them uh, more financially fit so that they can get that first home okay. Can I just jump in? Is there a way of educating your buyer um, when they register with these things? So as soon as I register, you know, can you be emailing something out, Gareth, just to educate them? These are the steps that you need to do to make sure that you are fit um, to get a mortgage, you know, as in that instance. 
this education away, you know, that you can do a lot sooner. Absolutely. Uh, something we're actually working on at the moment um, with, with some of our agencies, we're piloting with, with Luke, Luke's guys as well. Um, I think there's a lot of misinformation out, out there about what what mortgages are available and i think perhaps the common theme amongst buyers that that haven't taken the time to do the research is that you know anybody can get a mortgage nowadays and whilst it's true that mortgages are easier to get than they were perhaps sort of five six years ago um as luke alluded to people with blotches on credit files people with you know different makeups of income recently gone self-employed all those sort of scenarios can prove challenging so that's why speaking to a broker early on it is really really important i think the industry perhaps needs to do a little bit more about educating educating buyers um perhaps that, that channel needs to come through brokers as well um i know that the agencies that we work with they're very very hot on, on getting their sales um the sales teams speaking to uh, the clients and, and and tell them about the importance of having to have that that mortgage advice very early on in the process um one of the big to, to flip it around a little bit so how brokers work with agents really well and, and how that relationship works um is buyers who speak to banks and building societies we all know and everybody that will listen to this podcast will know that unfortunately or fortunately estate agency isn't a nine till five industry you'll find brokers nowadays that they're quite happy to work at you know, evenings weekends speaking to buyers when they need to be spoken to um so it's really critical that, you know, whether people were to use, you know, my brokerage, another brokerage, whoever it might be, speaking to a broker that's got access to multiple lenders, um, that's got access perhaps to some more niche lenders that, that can look at the different situations that can occur. It's absolutely vital. And, and the quicker that somebody can do that and become what we like to call mortgage ready. If you're mortgage ready, you're proceedable, you know the costs, you know what the monthly payments are going to be. You've got a much, much more motivated buyer then. So when you guys have shown them around a property, they like it, they want to make an offer, that's the offer that's going to go through to a sale. Okay, if I'm an applicant and um, I walk in and potentially I'm looking to buy a property, I may go into five or six different estate agents and I may get asked exactly the same question. Um, I may have about five agents saying I've got a great financial advisor, mortgage broker, speak to them. As an applicant, I'm going to get bored by being asked that question so many times. As an agent, is there a way of overcoming that? I think so. I think um, in terms of agencies, we need to be established. We really need to be digging down into who has the client spoken to. So uh, without naming names, there's a lot of uh, high street estate agencies that, that have financial services functions that perhaps haven't got access to the, the 90 lenders that are available to intermediaries. They might be looking at a, a tied panel of you know, perhaps 10, 15 lenders. So it's really educating our our industry, so our sales teams about what mortgages are available so we look at 90 mortgages there's over sorry 90 lenders thirteen thousand mortgages and we need to be asking these buyers you know who how many is your um or, or how many is x y and z estate agency got access to um absolutely right i think that almost all high street estate agencies are really pushing financial services and mortgages at the moment um and i personally don't think that buyers really want to be um sold to and pushed and pressured in that way uh, I think buyers are a lot more receptive to, to understanding the benefits and what we can offer and how that benefits them and having that very sort of, um, not the, not a soft approach, but sort of a more educational approach. So, you know, this is what we do. This is how we are different. Um, this is what benefits to, to you will be. When would be a good time to speak to us? Um, I think the key thing for, for any um, sort of, any new in, entrant into a state agency is that you're not going to win every single client every time. 
But the people that are most successful passing those leads over are the guys and girls who ask the question the most often uh, and, and that really sort of appreciate and understand how we can benefit clients. And I think uh, Stephen mentioned earlier that um, it, it's all about the, doing the right thing by the client. And if you've got a client that's spoken to a, just a bank or a building society or perhaps a tied mortgage broker, they're not going to be getting the best deal or the chances are they're not going to be getting the best deal that's available for them. The way that they're going to get that best deal is by speaking to a broker who does represent the whole of the market. Yeah, no, def- definitely. I mean, just a couple of bits that I kind of picked out there. Gareth, you kind of touched on that um, con- consumers now are probably the most informed of uh, that they've ever been, but also they're the most ill-informed because they can go on to um, a mortgage calculator online now, um, tap in their income, and it suddenly uh, spits out what they can borrow. But we, being in agency, we know that that's often not the case because you've got to take into other into account other uh, situations as well. So, um, and also, it's about the convenience for the customer. Um, and Andy mentioned this earlier: is that you've got to put the customer at the at the front of everything that you're doing to make sure you're servicing that customer. Um, and with a, a good mortgage broker, when they can see them out of out of the traditional nine to five or at weekends, then that's going to help them because that their time is precious. Is time is precious to them. But you mentioned about how can you get uh, the conversions or help that customer. Um, to see your own mortgage broker. But if you could put it to them that for a 10, 15 minute conversation, if we could save you some money each month, would that not be worth exploring? Then a customer in this day and age is is usually going to want to save some kind of money, aren't they? Absolutely. Absolutely spot on. And Andy, is that something that works for you? Yes. So, um, you know, as you said, agents, uh, particularly Gareth, as you said, uh, the, the corporates and uh, the main, main high street agents are really hammering for financial services business at the moment. Um, I think a really nice way uh, and, and a soft approach, as you mentioned. So uh, obviously we follow up uh, our clients the very next day. Um, we've received details, we email details, what did you think also on the financial services uh, side of things, we just follow up. Um, could you dig the paperwork out for us? Um, you know, if you're happy to email over the rates that you've been offered, I'll get my financial advisor to cast their eye over those rates um, and see if they can be bettered. And I think that's sometimes a, a really nice soft in for, for our mortgage broker to contact those clients. You know, we're gaining the permission, we're gaining the respect. Um, and we're, we're, we're seeing what product they've been offered and, and potentially why they've been steered down that particular path. And nine times out of ten in my area at the moment, it's because it's um, a, a corporate that's um, channeling them down a certain route on their chosen panel, shall we say. I think just to wrap that bit up as well, Andrew, uh, exactly, uh, exactly what we're finding as well. But one thing that I'd say to any estate agent that is looking to... Um, to push their financial services side is that we, we don't expect to, to speak to every buyer and get every buyer booked in for a mortgage appointment. The, the statistic that we use when we're doing training with with perhaps new entrants into the industry is Sky TV actually, when they introduced HD, um, they rang all of their existing clients and said, look, do you want to buy HD? Uh, 12 months afterwards, 40% of people that eventually upgraded to, to HD television had actually said no to it before. And that's very, very similar to, to the financial services mortgage leads. So, you know, by all means, speak to clients every single time. You won't get them every time. But if you plant that seed, 
when they get to the point where they need that mortgage advice, you're, you're going to be the person that they come to. Um, so when on applicant registration, you know, educate your buyer. When you're chasing feedback for a viewing, speak to them again about it. When you're booking the next viewing or the valuation or the offer, that's the point that you'll close them and that's when they'll really want to speak to you. Yeah, no, I think um, with that, um, I think a lot of it comes down to trust as well. Um, so through your regular contact that um, people like myself, Andy, and the team that work within the offices can have, with that regular contact with buyers and with vendors, if you're updating your vendors as to what's going on with viewings, feedback, the market, um, so even updating your buyers with what's going on in the market, new properties coming to the market, that, that frequency is going to build the trust with with them so when it comes to then trying to help them with um uh saving some money on the mortgage or making their life easy when it comes to get obtaining a mortgage then they're more likely to, to say yes because you've proven over time you're doing the right thing for that customer definitely luke frequency builds trust um and just final questions for you gareth um what I mean to me, there are so many opportunities for an agent to get um, and a letting agent to, to pass over financial service leads. Where do you see those opportunities in the process, and from whom? Good question. I think I totally agree that there are huge amounts of opportunities for um, mortgage brokers within a state agency, and vice versa. I think the biggest opportunity that we have as a brokerage is is by working with these sort of trailblazing estate agents that we work with where they're willing to try something different so a lot of uh, almost almost all of the brokers i've worked with in the past have been in estate agency environments where they might get the odd hot weed passed over um and, and they might write some good business from the, the sales that the office does. But, you know, we all know sometimes the market can tighten a little bit and, and perhaps then the focus comes off of financial services and, and onto listing properties or selling properties. The really, the, the really, really good estate agencies that we work with continue to put financial services at the forefront of what they do because it really does help both sides. So building that trust between the broker, building that trust between the sales teams will benefit clients because if, if your sales team are referring you know, regular lead source, regular leads to um to the brokers, you'll find that we'll create more business for the estate agency that way. I think we mentioned earlier, landlords is a huge, huge opportunity um for mortgage brokers. Um, landlords often perhaps don't look at remortgaging properties and and refixing deals or, or looking at deals as often as they should do um, with everything else that they've got going on. And and you know, good estate agencies that have good lettings books. Have access to you know hundreds of landlords that that could be targeted for financial services, and that again will benefit those landlords as well as the broker and the estate agency. The key is to get that harmony in the sales process. So if we're involving the financial services department um, in morning meetings, talking about the buyers that we registered yesterday, really making it part of the day-to-day -day running of the office, it's not an extension of the service. It is part of that that sales process. You'll find that the most successful estate agents with the best FS functions are the ones that are doing that. I know that I've been into a business in the last week where, you know, the mortgage broker gets to talk first. It's, you know, that, this is what I did yesterday. This, I'm speaking to your buyers. Here's the outcome of those leads. And the sales team look at because they then know who they should be working with. When they're all really busy in our offices, we've got a million things to do every day. If somebody was telling me, right, these are the guys that are most motivated that really want to proceed, they're who I'm going to spend my time and my time and attention on. The other big area of the market that perhaps has never been as strong is um, is the valuation side. So 
fundamentally, when, when somebody has a property valued, they're going to do one of three things. They're going to list with you, they're going to list with somebody else, or they're going to stay put. Now, if that person is, is listed with you, fantastic. Get them in front of one of our brokers. Um, educate that, buyer, that, that seller and that buyer about you know, what could they afford to take. So they might be looking for, they might be on the market for 200,000 in their head, they'll accept not a penny less than 195. But actually showing them that if they took an offer of 190 and bought it, whatever they wanted to buy for, it's actually, you know, pounds a month makes a difference. It's not that 5,000 pounds figure. It could be sort of 10, 20 pounds a month on the mortgage payment. So you might maybe create a sale that perhaps otherwise wouldn't have happened. Um, if they decide to list with another agency, having that, getting them involved with our financial services team or, or your, your in-house broker uh, is a great way of securing some business if you didn't perhaps win the listing. And, and the other big area of the market is that more, more properties, uh, more, sorry, more sellers will stay in their property rather than leave get into have valuation. They may be looking for valuation with your nature, remortgage purposes or have a conversation with them about what the plans are now. Is it that they want to remortgage? Is it that they want to raise some money They're going to stay for an extend perhaps to really speak to the professional about what they can afford to buy and, and what the cost will be? So it's really sort of perhaps sitting down and opening um opening minds up a little bit to to see what options are there because the opportunity for for, for mortgage referral isn't just your buyers there's a, there's a huge range of uh, of people and customers that can benefit from speaking to a broker and i and i would add one final thing tenants as well because tenants are only looking for a short term maybe six months because they're looking to buy that's yep. another opportunity as as well spot on okay lovely um just luke yes um, do, you, do you have a mortgage broker with you uh Oops. yes so, so we have a mortgage broker in each of our shops okay and how's that work how do you find having that there because andy i don't think you do do you no 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 we refer to um a, a great brokerage um they're, they're a great team but we don't have them based in branch okay so just be interesting just to end how how you both find having a one in-house and one outhouse so to speak yeah, so, so in-house, uh, we have the benefit. Um, they come along to our open homes, so they get to meet all of the clients coming along to our open homes to help them with their mortgages. Um, so they're generally meeting 16-plus uh, sets of clients uh, most Saturdays on open homes. But with them being based in the office, it helps improve communication, um, but also it helps reduce that time to exchange of contracts. Um, so... Um, doesn't always happen um, because we don't live in a perfect world, but where we get that smoother transaction. So less bumps in the road for the for the vendor, less bumps in the road for the buyer, um, and we can get to that quicker um, exchange of contracts. And, and generally, we're two to three weeks ahead of the national average um, when it comes to the average time to, to exchange contracts. So it is having a positive impact on the business. Fantastic. Andy, from your point of view? Yeah, listen, I think it's it's uh, a lot harder for ourselves, um, if, if I'm straight with you. Um, it's, it's harder um, to get the quantity of leads across. I think it's much easier if you've got an in-house broker because they're there, they're based there, and it's, uh, why don't you pop across and have a five-minute chat? So um, I think that the, the quantity will suffer. Um, we always try and focus on really good quality leads um, to our brokers, and we've got a great relationship. And you know, just touching on what Gareth said there, I think that the, the relationship and communication is key. So um, my brokers will feed back to me daily um, who they've spoken to, 
what kind of position they're in, how motivated they are. And, you know, I can't emphasize enough that two-way communication is critical. I suppose where we suffer slightly is that that's not a face-to-face communication um, in the office every morning. So um, certainly food for thought. When I was an agent many, 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 no, not that long ago, um, show my age here, um, one of the most important things that I thought was to have was to have a relationship with a broker. It was then very easy to pick up the phone, have a conversation, find out exactly where you are, um, where the buyer was, where they were up to with the mortgage offer. And it's a lot easier picking up the phone or having a face-to-face meeting with somebody that you know. Um, It's a massive, massive difference. Yeah. Gareth, unfortunately, we've run out of time. Um, thank, no you, thank, you, thank you so, so much for your insights and your tips. Um, really appreciate it. Luke, thank you. My and pleasure. Andy, thank you. It's been a pleasure thank having you, you um, on your first episode. Look forward to sharing many more with you. Um, next too. week, <laughs> next week, I'm really excited to say we have got Troy Malcolm who is learning and development at McGraw's in Australia, um, going to speak to us on the next episode. So um, Luke, Andy, Gareth, have a fantastic week, really productive and successful day, and thanks so much for your time. Yeah, take care. Take care. Have a great one.